Hi and welcome to episode 13 of Running Partners with me Paul and me Alison. So first of all, Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope everyone's had a lovely Christmas and New Year. If you're listening to this on the day it's released, it's New Year's Day. So maybe you're going out for a run to shake off the the drinking from the night before maybe. (laughs) And so enjoy your run on New Year's Day and wishing everyone all the best for the year ahead. So with that in mind, I think we're going to talk, today's episode is going to be looking forward, isn't it, a bit about the year ahead. And then specifically, we're going to talk about coaching and structured training around races for the year ahead. Um, The pros and cons. The pros and cons of different... Having a coach or having... Using yeah, apps, training yeah, training plans, different ways, having a having a coach, like Alison said. So we're going to get into all, in, into all that in today's episode. So so before that, we've just got a couple of mentions to do. So we've had some nice feedback again from some listeners this week. So thanks to Andy, uh, who's reviewed us on Spotify. Um, so really appreciate that. And again, if people can leave us a, a rating or review on whatever app, uh, they listen to I think Apple and Spotify are the most the most common ones but people do listen on others we really appreciate it um, thank you and also some nice feedback from Sean and from a new listener Marcel as well who connected with us on um, Strava and Instagram, Instagram. Yep. Uh, so hi hi guys hope you're listening hope you enjoy this episode and uh, we appreciate your feedback and, yep, thanks and for getting spreading in touch. the word thanks for getting in touch so awesome so shall we just do a bit of a recap of our running for the last week yeah sure okay so what have you been up to it's been Christmas week so a bit of a Different week probably for lots of people, uh, giving themselves a bit of a well-earned rest and perhaps not maybe running as much maybe over the last week. But what have you been up to, Alison? Yeah, so my training plan starts on New Year's Day, so today, for the London Marathon. So 16-week training plan. So this week just gone has... I've not really had any structure to it, which was great with it being Christmas and everything. So we've been out and about, haven't we? So... I just thought I'd just do whatever I felt like doing, really. Obviously, Monday was Christmas Day, Tuesday, Boxing Day, and I didn't run on either of those two days because, well, Christmas Day, I just couldn't be bothered. It was yeah. fine. Just Lots of people fun. do go out, don't they, on they Christmas do, Day, and these park runs and stuff. Yeah, they like to blow the we cobwebs didn't, away and yeah. stuff, but no. I don't know if I've ever been running on Christmas Day. I don't think so. So I wasn't bothered about leaving the house particularly. We did we did nip out for a little walk, didn't Short we? Short walk to the park. Yeah. Um, Just with one child. We yeah. couldn't persuade the older two, could we? They stayed, no. at, they stayed at home. Yeah, so that was Christmas Day. Boxing Day, we were out um, at relatives, weren't we? So... Yeah, we you went out for a run before in the morning, we went. Yeah, just but I'm, a short six mile run in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't. You know, you know, you weren't about up. to jump out of bed at seven no. a.m. to get a run in before we drove off to their house. No chance. So no. I, I decided that I just wasn't running Boxing Day. So then on Wednesday we went out together, didn't we? For, we did, and we did a ten mile run in the rain. It wasn't, and it's we been did. really windy as well. Again, it's it, this. Windy weather's mm. been around for the last couple of weeks. Storms so. everywhere that I'm sure people are aware of. Hope people haven't been too badly affected. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that was just easy pace. And then we did I 10 went, miles, didn't we? Yeah, 10 miles. And then Thursday, which was yesterday, I did five miles. And then this morning, I've just done 12 miles. So just felt like doing whatever I, I felt like, looked for a new route to explore. So it was a slightly different route today and it was quite hilly. So oh. found a new road to go down, So which was fun. 
good stuff. Yeah. And do you think you'll go out a bit over the weekend? So we're recording this on Friday. So yeah, so I might I might go out, yeah, Saturday or Sunday. But like I said, it's just unstructured this week. So it's not a big deal. And then Monday, so as this comes out, it's an easy run for my first run of the training and you're, plan. you're someone who sticks closely to training plans. So there's no way, even if it's a late night a few drinks on New Year's Eve, there's no way you'll not be doing that first run of the training plan. Well, You'd have to be... Yeah, I can't of, see any reason why no, I wouldn't. I'm sure and it's, be fine. it's only five it's miles. Session. So yeah. I think that I'll be able to get that done. Yeah. Whatever. Awesome. Stay I'm in. Great. So what about you? Yeah, so so uh, like you said, I, uh, so I didn't go out Christmas Day, Boxing Day, I did that run in the morning before we went off to see our relatives. And then because because of the kitten, the kitten takes priority at the moment. So you you and I came back home, didn't we, on the night of Boxing Day? And, and very our kind relatives were happy for our children to stay at their house and see their cousins. So that meant that our children didn't come back home till kind of lunchtime the next day. So that's why we managed to get out together, um, which is always nice. We probably try and do that once a week maybe we get out together don't we so it was nice to go out for a run and then I did another had another family visit on Thursday um, but again I managed to go out in the morning before we went for another six miles so all of these miles this week have been easy and then I had a bit of an epic run this morning with my friend Mark so he's training simultaneously for an ultra race two ultra races so he's doing a 55 mile in March actually I think he might be doing a 40 mile race a couple of weeks before that, either at the end of February, start of March, then a 55-mile race kind of towards the end of March, which I'm going to crew for him, which I've done before, and it's, it's a great experience. So I really enjoy that. So I'll be his crew for that race. And then he's doing a 110-mile, the Hard Moors race, which we talked about on the first ultramarathon episode. Are these episode. all Hard Moors? Is it like a race series? The 55 and the 110, but not the 40. I think that's... Right. Dukeries, I think he oh, said. Right. I don't yeah. know if you've heard Nottingham. of that one. Yeah, that yeah. that area. So, so he's training for those three ultras: forty, fifty-five, and one hundred and ten. And the one hundred and ten is in towards the end of May. But in between that, he's also doing the Manchester Marathon. So he's trying to mix up long trail runs, which is what we did today, with like speed sessions. And he also likes going to the gym at five a.m. So um, he's full up, full on for Mark. And he did go out on Christmas Day. Yeah. So today, him and I got up quite early picked me up at half seven and we drove to Lady Bower Reservoir which is just about a 15 minute drive from where we live and it's a popular spot lots of people yeah. from kind of a I would say the north not just Sheffield is there people no, Manchester. come from Manchester and sort of north of England because it's a good spot yeah. you can you can do a lot of running a lot of trail running you can kind of find routes up and yeah. down and or stay flat if you want to by the river by the reservoir so we did about just under 18 miles and it was uh, took us two hours 45 and with a couple of thousand feet of climbing in it and it was super super windy so um so thanks to Mark he planned all that I think he planned it in Strava and then uploaded the route to his watch because he'd not done it before and we managed to follow it without without getting lost mm. but I had like one square of Kendall mint cake so I was well prepared <laughs> if uh, if anything went wrong but thankfully I we made it been back put off that after yeah well like, after my sweet treats at the CCC mm. yeah well well the thing was it was the only thing I could mm. find so I took it because I thought it was like going to be a long I knew it was going to take us a long time I thought perhaps I do need something for energy 
then Mark had a gel after about two hours, which is kind of the right time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But that's the, it. So if you're running longer than two hours, you need some energy. He said, are you going to have anything? I just went, I don't want it because <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> but then what happened was in the last couple of miles, I became like depleted of energy. It was mm-hmm. like a mistake. Yeah. And I, he kept having to wait for me and like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I was, yeah, I was empty of everything. So then mm. I came in and I sort of did, just kept eating everything I could find, sweets, chocolates, mm. some of which were mine, some of which belonged to other people. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, to, to replenish the energy sources. But, yeah, so a nice week. And I think, so I haven't done any speed work, so I think probably have a day off tomorrow and then try and do some intervals. On Sunday there was a, sh- a session that I was meant to do a couple of weeks ago that I was a bit unwell for, which is 15 times two minutes with two minutes recovery. So it's quite a good session. You get 30 minutes of speed work in, but it, it's a long run as well with a warm-up and a cool-down. Mm-hmm. Pro- I'm probably going to be out for an hour and a half. And two minutes, like I like that as a distance, so I'll probably cover about a third of a mile, something like that, it's around six-minute mile pace, um, 15 times, so kind of looking forward to that but I only do it if I can do it with the wind on my back and downhill um, and then I start producing record time so um, yeah so yeah it's been a good week okay so today as we said we're going to talk about coaching and training plans and the kind of pros and cons of those so there's a few different tools that we're going to just talk around a little bit aren't there so over the years that we've been running we've used a few different things so Obviously, there's training plans, as we've talked about, that you can just pick up off the internet. So, as I mentioned before, I've used an ASICS training plan. I never know how how you say that, ASICS or ASICS, whatever it is. Yeah. And I think that that was promoted by Runners World at one time. And then they stopped using it. But there's a guy, I think he's called Pete Wilcox. Okay. And he he hosts those on his website because lots of people still use Ah. them. So they're in PDF form. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good service. So If you're listening, I'll get this message to him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I've used. So there's training plans like that. And I think you mentioned that Mark had said about Manchester Marathon have got training plans provided for provided. runners who signed up and yeah so he just told me about this today when we were running that mm. he got an email and it sounded like they teamed up with adidas and provided a training plan yeah and i think he was thinking well you know it'll be kind of generic go out four or five times a week mm-hmm. do a long run do some intervals do some easy runs and mm-hmm. a, a bit of a sort of skeleton plan that that without really knowing your times and your paces would be difficult to use. But he said it wasn't, so it's really detailed. I've not seen it. I'm sure people who are listening who've entered the Ma- Manchester Marathon will have will have got it. So yeah. be like really interested to hear mm-hmm. anyone's feedback on yeah. what it's like. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's that's kind of good for your yeah. for your ninety pounds entry fee. It's it's uh, money <laughs> <laughs> money well spent. But and I know London Marathon do have training plans as well. And I, I'll be honest, I haven't really looked into them very much. I had over the years, I have clicked on them and, and had a little look. But I've always gone back to the so you'll go to the Asics Asics one. Yeah, but the London Marathon, I know it might be the same with the Manchester Marathon, but they do have like beginner, intermediate, and advanced plans, and the. ASICS one it has it in the times so I think the quickest one is a three hour one and I think it goes up to maybe five hours doesn't it for the ASICS so you can sort of find things that you can then use and you can maybe use it it does give paces for those but obviously not everyone's in those 15 minute blocks of yeah, time so you, so you can use pace calculators some online to, to find your yeah. and we're talking just about 
the marathon, are we, for these ones? So there's no, yeah, they don't do eight, these specific group of ones. Do they do any other distances? Not the ones that I've just t- spoken about because they're specific. To well, marathon the eight, training. The Essex one is a marathon training plan, but those other two, so the Manchester and London, are obviously they're specifically for those races, the marathon races. Yeah. But there are half marathon plans and things yeah. like that online. The same there? sort of thing, Similar yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So with a bit of searching... Mm-hmm. If you want to be kind of self-coached, if you yeah. like, and someone who's committed to sticking to a plan because the lifestyle enables it, they, they can find the time to do those structured runs. Yeah, you can get you can type in marathon training plan, either a specific one like A6, or you've got one from Manchester or London, or a half marathon plan, and you'll you'll within a few clicks you'll find something. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely, and also. They're free of charge, free of completely charge, yeah. free of charge. Just need can... an internet, ac- yeah. internet access. And obviously, that's the pro of those. Um, and maybe we can go into the cons a little bit as well later. But, okay. So the next one up, I guess, would be buying a training plan. So a paper training plan, someone just, an online coach. So yeah. I, I bought one before. So I bought one from Ben Parks. Yeah, yeah. Um, who is like... Um, oh. You uh, running YouTuber, yeah, and he's quite a fast a coach. runner, isn't yeah. he? At multiple distances, yeah. Uh, so an experienced mm-hmm. into he's like you know look, been running for a long long yeah. time and done lots of races and yeah, you've watched a lot of his videos and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So I think I paid for a half. It was a half marathon plan that I bought from him, and I think at the time it was five pound. I think it might be like six pound now or something, but it's not. It's inexpensive, it's but it's generic, is it? It is generic, but again, it's you can get you put you you tell him what time uh, and you, you get do. a plan so, that corresponds to yeah your pace or your pace I mean, detail is, based on the time that you want to achieve. I th- it's in bands, but like ten minute bands. Right. So I think the one that it's a I bit got narrower than you was, might find on the internet. Yeah, like a one thirty five to one forty five half. So I wanted to be at the lower end of that. So I needed to use... So he gives like a band of paces. So you just need to make sure that you're doing the paces at the lower end of that band. So it's a little bit more specific. And typically, so let's just break it down a bit more. So for a marathon, usually most are 16 weeks, aren't they? That's mm-hmm. a typical training plan. So so for people who are in a marathon like you... It'd be the sort of thing you'd be looking for now, isn't it? You'd be yeah. searching for it now to com- mm-hmm. to commence in in advance yeah. of those big marathons that come up in April, like yeah. um, London and Manchester and Boston, not the one in Boston, America. Oh, but also Boston. Yeah, the Boston yeah. in America. Yeah, I think they run them on the April. same. The Boston Lincolnshire ones are sort of same time of year. I think, I think <laughs> Is so. It the same day. I think it it, it might, might be, be yeah. yeah. But anyway. so, uh, but the half marathon one, then they'd be t- typically a bit shorter. I think would they? It was 12, twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. Yeah, I think that one was twelve weeks. But it, yeah, I think you, you you'd be able to find whatever you wanted. And so, what was the what? How did you find the one that you paid five pounds for? It was good, and I did get a PB. So I think that's money you know well, money the, well spent. Well, that's what you kind of what you pay for own, it, yeah. isn't it? But I think how that differed from a six plan for me that the a six plan is a, a marathon plan, but the quicker paces were like a lot quicker than 
than the ASICS plan. And maybe that's because it was a half marathon. So like one of them was like your 10K pace, but it was quicker than what my 10K pace is. So okay. I was struggling to, 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 make, match the to make those paces. Yeah, so I felt a bit frustrated. I felt like the bottom end of it was... What was the band? Do you remember then? Kind of the time, what was the time you were aiming for versus the time was, you did? Oh, it was one, It was 135 to 145. Okay. And I did 138. Okay. And do you, but I guess so you might have had an idea about that. So do you think had you achieved the target paces, it'd be more you'd have been perhaps 135, 136 or something like that? Is yeah. Is that how it was aimed yeah, at? Yeah. I'd never run that fast ever. So the 10K pace for two miles, I couldn't even do. because Right, it was, so it was like 40-minute 10K or something like that probably, yes, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was something like, like that. 6.30 but pace As I've said before, my your, I don't really work like that. Your speed endurance yeah. is better than yeah. your kind of really raw speed mm-hmm. over shorter distances. So I guess that illustrates how, you know, that was something But you know that, that from running for a long time, yeah. don't you? So you when you weren't meeting the paces in the plan, I guess, although it was frustrated, you didn't get too sort of demoralised because I guess you've got no one to interact with over that have you so you're not going back to Ben Parks and saying oh I'm not I can't do the paces Ben and he's going it's all right and stuff you've literally just got the timetable of runs yeah so that kind of illustrates how it's good it's good and it's not very expensive I mean you know you can't get anything it's free or a a few quid yeah but yeah you haven't got any of that interaction have you so I suppose the the pros of it are that it's cheap or in or totally free. But what you've got, yeah. you haven't got Who's, like, you, the expertise, and it's yeah. not bespoke to you. So it it's just something like, that's generated yeah. from, for lots and lots of people off like a lot of averages, I guess. So he's yeah. worked out like if you do this pace, you should you should equate to this race pace or using something. his knowledge and expertise, yeah. but also race calculators and things like that. Okay, and also like the ASICs plans obviously that each week it's going to be the same regardless of how well you're doing on it and I think it's a bit of trial and error sometimes with these training plans isn't it so the thing that so yeah there's the, there's two things expertise and also it's a bit time consuming isn't it because you just get the generic plan yeah, and you've got to work it out you work out your a little time bit. so you have got to tailor it move things around and make you, sure. when you're going to fit the runs in yeah I mean you, you could just do exactly what it says but as we've discussed most people have a job can't have a, yeah, other things to and do and they need yeah. to move ra- runs around and things or because like they that. already have their days when they go running and it yeah. might not correspond with the days on the program yeah and yeah. you might be in a running club and you might want to continue with like track night doing, or yeah the run the with, run with on them. a monday night or whatever it is so yeah. you need to have a bit of time adaptability and to like work out for yourself and also some plans you need to work out your paces yourself as well by using a pace calculator especially if they're between the bands that you're given. So I think actually thinking about it, the Essex plans, there are, there's a three-hour one and then there's a 3.30 one. No, there's nothing in between. So if you, but lots of people do want to be somewhere in between, don't they? That's quite yeah. a, a sub three is a goal lots of people strive for, but getting, you know, anything between three and four hours, mm-hmm. people are seeking often, aren't they, to kind of improve drop and drop five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, you, you, dropping 30 minutes in one marathon is yeah. a big challenge. But people might go, you know, they might have done 3.30, then they might be thinking 3.20, mm-hmm. 3.15, yeah. might be 3.10 and so that you do need over to put a few years. the work into, you pick whichever one's nearest, I suppose. Calculate And then you it. need to work out your paces 
you know, make them a bit quicker or make them a bit slower so or the, whatever. So if, and that'll be of interest and, to some people, but not to others. Yeah, so for me, I like doing that. I find it interesting. Mm. I like looking at pace calculators. I like looking at my own paces and seeing if I think I can, like, you know, make you know improve and that sort of thing so i find that fun but some people don't want to think about that no so that would be difficult for them a con for them and the other thing yeah the other thing that i think is important is like accountability no one's no one's kind of going how did that run run? apart from you to me yeah (laughs) yeah well have you done that run how did it go what you know did you make sure you go out that but yeah, so you know that I'll be hassling you and mm, pestering you on your times and your paces yeah. and scrutinising your Strava. So it's kind of a... I don't know how that motivates you. No, <laughs> well, it... I said to you the other day didn't it, when we were mm. running that I think there'd been a couple of times when maybe it's it's supposed to be like tempo run evening or something. I'm not really feeling in the mood for it. And I'll say, oh, I'm just going to do an easy run tonight. I'll do, do that another night. And you say, oh, that's what you were... I thought doing you were doing your, your tempo and then you I feel think, all oh, bad about like, it. Well, I just think I've got to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, like, you know, so it's about accountability. But the the way I I got around that, so when I first started training for the London Marathon, was that I started using Instagram. I'd not really used it well, I think I'd got an Instagram account, but I made like a running account so I didn't like bore all twenty six point two. Yeah, all my you know, non-running friends with all this sort of running spam. And I found that really good. Like, I linked to a lot of other people that were doing London Marathon that year. And Do you, in what way did then, did that increase your accountability? Well, at the time, I decided I was just going to post every day what run that I'd done. And And you were running, like, five or six days a week or something like that. Yeah, so I kind of felt like I had to. Because you built up that Yeah, and there's other people doing runs and I look at what they were doing and I feel like they were doing their runs so I should do mine and I should you know I like finishing things I don't like giving up on anything so that worked for me so I've kind of got round. So you're gonna do is that a pl- is that a plan for this next yeah. four months of training? Yeah I'm not saying I'm gonna post every single day but yeah I might do who knows. But... I feel like you probably feel like you've got to now. Yeah, I know yeah. <laughs> okay but so that's a way of and I suppose it has a few impacts doesn't it so it gives you the self-accountability it's giving visibility and Strava does this as well but it's visibility to other mm. people what the, about the runs that you're doing yeah and I suppose it's also it's particularly Instagram's good for that if you're in a kind of a group of people who are all doing the same race it's also an information sharing so you, if you if you see I know you've done mm. this where you've kind of know you're following people or people follow you who are in your same sort of bracket yeah. of time either yeah before or target mm-hmm. so pb now or pe- the one they want to achieve and i suppose then you can see oh how is my training going against theirs yeah. and what are we doing and it and kind of a bit of a benchmark i suppose yeah. as well which yeah. does the, and it's you maybe find it motivating yeah. i was going to yeah, say that is it motivating yeah. yeah yeah and i enjoy looking at what the people are doing and there's quite a few people that do post quite detailed stuff about the runs and the paces and i think it, it it's a bit it can be a bit controversial the old, you know like people po- posting times and things or some people don't like it because it feel, makes you know other people feel under pressure to achieve certain times but i find it really motivating if someone's doing faster times than me i you know i like to see what what they're doing and you and know and the reality is the pressure's 
self-imposed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, and very few people know your goals, don't you? We mm. might know each other's, yeah, because we live together. And we talk about running all mm. the time. But if you do, when you've done a marathon and you, you know, you did Boston, USA. Boston Marathon and I think you did 3.28 and it was like a few minutes slower than you wanted Mm. and not quite a PB but like no one said to you oh dear are you disappointed what a sort of disaster and I suppose you'd trained as best you could you pretty much stuck to the plan apart from near the end when oh yeah you struggled with your back and also then we probably had a two-week holiday of spending hours on our feet wandering around New York but which didn't didn't probably didn't help but you kind of you it's pressure self-imposed isn't it yeah yeah so that's kind of training plan paper training plans so you purchased or free yeah yeah so that's what my thoughts are on those then there's other sort of if you go up the scale really yeah let's go from the free to the costly stuff so what's the next range of things that you can get then there's a few different apps isn't there but i I guess we've just we're just talking about a few that we like garmin have got a few yeah so So if you've got a garmin watch you can have a Garmin free, Connect account, isn't it? Yeah, like the yeah Garmin yeah. Connect have. I don't know if there's a massive range though. The, well, I think they do do ones for different. No, I don't. They do do different distances, yeah. but I've not used them, so I couldn't no, tell you about the quality. No. They are in there. Um, I suppose the other thing the Garmin Connect gives you is really good feedback on your runs, doesn't it? Yeah. So it gives you really detailed stats on obviously your pace, your distance, the elevation. If you've got either a, a watch that records your heart rate or you wear a heart rate strap, it will give you even more feedback on things like your cadence. So that's your you know, speed of your, your, your stride length. Your stride turnover, it will give you stride length, vertical oscillation, ground contact time, all these sort of metrics that, again, like these are of interest to some people and not to others. Mm-hmm. So, but, so they require a bit of outlay in terms of, like hardware don't they like mm. a watch or a chest strap or something yeah. but after that the stuff's it's free isn't it so you don't yeah. pay anything for a garmin mm-hmm. connect account and all those metrics are in there and then if you were doing a training if you took one of their training plans i think there's a way of then loading those into your watch for mm. example so you could say oh i'm doing today day one of my training plan and follow mm. the run and if it was intervals the watch will alert you when yeah. to do the intervals at a certain mm-hmm. pace. I've done a little bit of those before, yeah. but I suppose we'll come on to my experience. I'm, I follow a coaching plan at the minute, so obviously I'm doing bespoke intervals, so I don't yeah. use that the app in that way. Yeah, and I think some that appeals to some people. They just don't want to think about what the training plan they is. Just they just want to know what the, to do that, it. that day. So they just put the watch on and it says what to do, and they just do it and yeah. kind of really yeah, yeah we, kind sp- of... we spoke to someone recently that said they were doing that and I think they were kind of I don't know they weren't really sure whether to trust it or not but we're just going with it to see if it worked out and I think it was based on heart rate yeah. that particular one so that and then we like we've talked about before mm. the quality of the heart rate recording then is becomes really important doesn't yeah. it in terms of the training plan being effective because it's got to be actually getting your heart rate and some of the Mm. wrist-based heart rate monitors are known to be not quite as accurate as chest straps, aren't they? Yeah. So if you were following a plan, 
that that was not getting your accurate heart rate might be telling you to slow down or run faster or whatever yeah and it not quite fitting with what you need mm-hmm. yeah and then Strava does a similar thing but as part you, of the paid yeah you have to subscribe to that which I think is around about 55 pounds a year yeah pounds I think a it's year. a bit cheaper if you pay for a year versus subscribing per month yeah um so lots of people have got Strava free version and yeah. some people I think if people have a little orange yeah. arrow on mm-hmm. Strava that means they're a paid subscriber yeah. and again so they give you get more metrics with the paid mm. uh, subscription and also yeah you can access their yeah. training plan so Strava and Garmin they are decent apps lots mm. of people have them yeah can't talk in a lot of detail no. about the training plans but they do provide training plans so yeah. they're another place to look if you've got those apps they're within the website it's more on the web version than yeah. the app version on the phone there's more detail you can yeah. get to have a look look for training plans and just see what's in there it might be something that is better than what you can find just kind of scrolling around on the internet yeah. i guess there are some more apps that seem to have, have popped up quite more recently and i know one of them's runner, runner. and i think they've done spelled r i think U- it's r-u-n-n-a yeah i had a quick look and i think it's 15.99 a month for i, I presume that's kind of the, the lowest tier i don't know whether they have different levels. I know they have co- they have proper coaches involved in it, and I've looked into that. I don't know l- loads about it, but there have been some quite good reviews from people using it. And I think that you can get a two-week free trial, trial on it. Like I say, I've seen some good reviews of it, but I can't really say much more than that. So that's kind of another option, isn't it, that is... A little bit more expensive, but obviously you get a bit more for your money, don't you? Yeah. For that. So so there's that. And I'm sure there are other apps that I don't know about. Have you, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just just looking at Runner while we're talking about it. And it looks like, like you say, it was 16, 16 pounds a month. but it, it, And it looks like they've got a range of different distances that you can get plans for. 5, 10K, half marathon, marathon, ultra, triathlons. And they're different, looks like they're different anything from 8 to 10 weeks up to 16 weeks. So I guess you would be paying for the plan through all of that time yeah. if you committed to that plan. So four, four months or whatever it would be for mm-hmm. for, a, for a marathon. But I, I guess the hope is that you would end up paying for it on an ongoing basis, presumably based on mm-hmm. if you found it beneficial for those races. Yeah, so I think, like we said, there's a range of things up from f- completely free going up the scale. And then, then there's coaching, isn't there? So actually having a... Finding a coach, you know, yeah. a person that's going to coach you. And I suppose a few years ago, when I was new to running, I thought, oh, coaches are like, you know, it's someone with a stopwatch at a track in it, and there's elite runners yeah. running around. You yeah, know, Mo Farah's got a coach. It's not, and, it's yeah. not for me. Yeah. It's not yeah. for me. That sort of thing. But I'd, more recently, I've spoken to lots of people that have got a coach, and I didn't even realise. And I think that maybe there's a little bit of I don't know, sort of people don't like to tell you. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think, I think they so. think that maybe you, that. you think that, you know, you're going to think that they think that they're a better runner than they yeah. are or something like that, which obviously I wouldn't. But um, I think people tend to keep it to themselves if they've got a coach. So, but there's, I think there's different models, isn't there? Yeah. So there's, there's coaches who, who 
uh, will provide a plan and you could go running with. There's one-to-one coaches. There's coaches where you could go running in a group and be coached mm. by someone. Yeah. There's online coaches, which which I've got, so where you kind of interact and have meetings uh, over kind of WhatsApp or Zoom or whatever and then share your running goals and your coach gives you weekly plans. So there are different models and... Sounds like really extreme differences in what they cost as well, yeah. I guess. I mean, there's also ones that I've heard of recently where it's maybe they're a strength coach as well. Yeah. So they're going to the gym with people and also like advising quite specifically around nutrition and giving out like eating plans and things like that. Yeah. Which, you know, so there's kind of... There's that end of things where, I mean, I've heard, you know, up to £500 a month for all that and kind of very much one-to-one kind of personal training alongside running and eating plans and, and I've stuff. heard and so and I've heard as low as 25 pound a month for a, to go running in a in a group with a coach once a week and then for the coach to give some tailored one uh, mm-hmm. running advice to people within that group either general or specific to races that we want to do yeah. so everything in between from 25 pound a month up to 500 pound a month and you know the availability is massive isn't it so if yeah. you type in running coach mm-hmm. it will bring up like hundreds of people my personal experience so I, I can relate to what you were saying about the it feels a bit awkward so I've had a running coach for just over two years but I think like well what is coaching like for me coaching's about trying to improve isn't it and sort of what you want to people want to improve at lots of things all, all the time you know and I, you know, if I think back to like work, workplaces you know, they don't think twice about sending people on courses for like £1,000, £2,000 more than that and for a few days to give you the skills to do your job better. So I just think, or another example is children. You know, you're happy to pay a lot of money for football clubs, cricket, mm. basketball in our case, those running, mm-hmm. you know, you don't think twice about that. But often when you're an adult, I think it's a, a bit of a mind shift in like, oh, I, I'm shouldn't be doing that now I'm an adult but yeah. you know you're trying to learn a skill you're trying to improve at a skill so getting the help of someone mm. who's got some expertise in that skill to me makes sense and it shouldn't be something that <coughs> you feel kind of embarrassed about and I suppose no. it's like the cost say the cost of what your your coach yeah is, so is probably yeah is pro- probably less than a gym a gym membership, a gym membership and or lots about of, equivalent and lots of adults have gym memberships yeah, and, yeah. and that's kind of a quite a normal thing isn't it so it's yeah. not like that expensive no, it, it's is it? getting that expertise i suppose for a gym you're paying for a bit of expertise in the equipment well i like running and i'm happy to go out running i don't need equipment apart from the stuff that I, my own equipment yeah. so yeah so i pay about 450 pounds a year so yeah you're talking yeah. less than 40 pounds a month which probably is equivalent yeah. to kind of an average gym membership and and then f- so for that for the so so yeah so it, you kind of get over that embarrassment thing if you want to get a coach get one and like you say you find when you talk to other people about it it's like a lot more common than you realize and there's mm-hmm. lots of people out there with running coaches obviously seeking to to get them to improve uh, you know seeking someone who can help them improve and yeah so for me I just uh, I guess it's how do you find someone well I heard Stazza, my coach on a podcast 
all talking about the marathon and he was really knowledgeable and had coached lots of people specifically around the marathon and that was the distance I wanted to improve at and I kind of enjoyed listening to him and liked what he had to say and the way he approached it so I contacted him and then had some conversations with him and decided to go for it and my I guess the advantage or the difference so I find from what we've talked about most of what we talked about so far is that with a with a coach and I pay for a year so I kind of commit to that full year it's not month by month I guess I'm getting like uh, structured training around goals for the year so I'd talk to Stazza and I'd say right I want to target this marathon that ultra race and another uh, it might be a half marathon they're my three targets and I'd like to get PBs and complete the ultra or whatever and then he will structure the training for the whole year around that So so it's not only the kind of maybe the 12, the 16-week plans leading up to the races. It's all the rest of it in between, when to have the downtime, when to sort of bring in those tempo, those steady runs to keep good pace, keeping some shorter interval sessions going through the times where there's no race plans, uh, knowing when to have a rest, knowing when to back off. I'll be in touch with him weekly saying how I feel, like I'm good, I'm good to go, no injuries. Um, he gives me advice around strength and conditioning, advice around nutrition, both race-specific but general nutrition, also recovery nutrition. So kind of like, I think that's quite good value, getting mm. that all in the in the whole package. And I think that's... So some of what we talked about with those other things that you could use to sort of self-coach you've not uh, you've not got this sort of same accountability so I've had to generate that myself in different ways whereas you've got someone that who's looking at every run on Strava and sort of checking that you're doing what you're doing yeah I mean I've been told off for overdoing it a few times (laughs) and stuff and you know, it gives you really good feedback on the sessions, mm-hmm. particularly in races and mm-hmm. how it looks at how it's gone and the pacing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And also you mentioned their nutrition and strength and, and that sort of thing. Like with any other training plans or, you know, apps and things. Yeah. You don't get that, do you? You have to kind of no, look for that separately. That. So yeah. So that is quite put the time good. in yeah. to like to work out what you need to do in terms of your nutrition so it's literally just those things that I've talked about and I've used are literally just the runs that you need to do you know for for that training block it's not the whole package wrapped around that and someone giving you feedback no you've just got to work work that out yourself so they're the things that Uh, but I've never been running with with Stazza so um and it's all been online so I've not actually met him in person or that's going to change yeah in in a couple of weeks time I guess the the only thing that sort of has put me off getting a coach which I'm not ruled out you know for in the future I have looked and there's um there's a few people that I've seen on Instagram again that's my kind of go-to social media that have popped up there's a lady called Joe Wilkinson and I quite like the look of her as a trait as a coach because she's um an older lady sort of like like me you know and I think that you know there's that sort of thing having that knowledge that expertise and maybe knows a little bit about you know can kind of relate to me I suppose experience you know like yeah yeah you know and she's also 
you know, been an elite runner. And so there's there's things that you can maybe look for in a coach, can't you? You can yeah. like look for attributes yeah, the, in the, them the, the, that you think exactly. oh, actually they will know. Which is what exactly what, what I did. Yeah, not what to tell me yeah, about. Yeah, you know, sort of, you know, all, all sorts of of different things. So yeah, you know, I might want a woman. You might want, you know, you've got a man. A man. <laughs> you know, etc. Other things <laughs> yeah. might apply. <laughs> yeah, I get a cat. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> coach cat yeah um but yeah, but yeah i kind of know what you're saying so you, you if you're talking about things like i don't know like bone health or yeah. menstrual cycle and things like that yeah you, you might want someone who's kind of actually able to ex- experience yeah. those yeah those things and be, you mm-hmm. might feel more confident and trustworthy yeah. that they'll give you the, the advice that is useful yeah I having think said that i think stazza in you know the podcast interview that you said he did to, he did he does know a lot about that. So yeah. it's not just no. I'm not just saying women only know no, about no. that. No, that is true. So I think it's probably it's trying to find somebody that you trust, isn't it, basically, that you want to, you're willing, if you're going for a coach and we're talking, you're probably going to be spending a few hundred pounds a year, mm-hmm. even if it's at the cheaper end. It's trying to find someone that you kind of, you think you can build a relationship with. There's going to be some trust there and that you believe that they will help you improve. Mm-hmm. It's those sort of things you're mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you need to, if you're going to go for a coach, you need to be able to be willing to do what you're told to do. I think so. Don't yeah, you? Yeah, you've got to commit. Yeah. yeah. So because so it won't I work think that's that's what's prevented me so far from getting a coach is that I kind of I've I feel like I might get to a point where I don't want to do what I'm told. So I need to be in a place where. I'm going to do what I'm told and believe you know, and that it's to gonna, it. and believe yeah. it's going to yeah. help yeah. you kind of elevate yeah. your level I think level that's a bit of, of a mindset thing, isn't it? And and I'm you know I I I think that's just a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah, so I'll meet Stazza. So I um I'm he, coach Stazza does a coach the coaches course where he um trains people up to be running coaches. So I'm going to do that course in Kenya in in two weeks time so I'm off to Kenya for two in two weeks I'll be going to Kenya and staying there for two weeks to do do the course with a few other few other people that Stazza coaches and also a few other runners who are going for a run camp so I'm kind of really looking forward to that and then like I've said a little bit before in other episodes I've been doing a little bit of coaching with a few people just to get a bit of practice and obviously I'll do the coaching course and kind of supplement my knowledge and then hopefully kind of coach a few more people after that so I'm kind of looking like really looking forward to that a bit nervous because you know it's kind of a long a long way away and I'm not being away from home for that that long time really but um hopefully you know I'll have a good time and so will you you lot yeah yeah I'll manage okay so um so we're just going to talk a little bit about the year ahead so we've talked a lot about coaching uh training plans so either find your own training plans, pay for a training plan, use an app for a training plan, pay for a coach. And all of this is structured around, well, what do you want to achieve? So what's your goals for this, for 2024? As uh, Here we are on New Year's Day. What would you like to achieve this year? Well, me? Yes, oh. you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I've got all, I suppose this might be the first year ever where I've actually got quite a lot of races booked in to the diary that have paid for, so... I don't think I've ever not done a race that I've paid for. So um, hopefully it will pan out Percy again. Percy Pud. 
three weeks uh, ago. Yeah, but we did get the, the yeah, hat and we the did. pudding. Yeah, so, so we can't, I can't got, complain got about what that. I paid for. Yeah, you did. Yes. So my main goal, obviously, is the London Marathon, London Marathon. which is in April. Yeah. But prior to that, I've got a half marathon booked in at Retford, and I think that's the tenth of March. And I'm also considering booking in a half marathon. I think it's the Tissington Trail yeah. half marathon. And that's at the end of January. So I think I will go for that. It's not far off. You know, that'll give you... That's a great benchmark. If you're Mm. doing a half, probably 10 weeks or something like Mm. in advance of the 10, 11 weeks before the London Marathon. Mm. Maybe 12. Maybe 12. Perfect. Because you can take that half time. Coach Stazza would say, add on 20 seconds a mile. And with the right training, that that will predict your marathon time. So say you did it. Say you did the half in pace seven twenty, which would kind of work out what that might equate to. I think to. that would be a PB. A PB. Yeah, I can't work out the times, yeah. but then and then with the right training, you should your marathon pace would be seven forty. Yeah, yeah, maybe that sound too confident. No. I think this is where <laughs> you need a, a coach. Am- ambitious you need a coach to, to hassle you and pest you on a yeah, daily basis. So. so don't worry, yeah. that'll be me. Yeah, uh, but I'll give you a discount. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so yeah so there, two halves, two halves marathon. and then a marathon and, and then, then I've got a an ultra race Ooh. and it's one of those Adidas Terex oh, races yeah. and yeah. I think I keep getting mixed up whether it's Buxton or Bakewell but somewhere in the Peak District so that is 50k so about what's the 30 just over 30 Two, 31, 32 yeah, miles. Yeah, something like that. And I think it's on the 1st of June. So okay. I'll have, I've done the marathon and then there'll be five or six weeks before I do that. And, right. then and then in, what? in September, I think it's September the 16th or thereabouts, I'm doing the Hardmore 60. So I deferred that from last year. Okay, so that's 60 miles. Yeah, 60 yeah, so miles. Going between Ks and yeah. miles here. So well, that is that, a... Yeah. So... Yeah. So, so you, so that's quite nice then. So you've got a four month block of marathon training, mm-hmm. which incorporates a couple of halves. Mm-hmm. Then I guess you'll have a little bit of a recovery after the marathon. Mm-hmm. Then some time to build up to the fifty k. But you should have the, you know, the reality is it's only a little bit more than yeah. the marathon. You should have the training in your legs, mm-hmm. and then that that'll be that fifty k will be a good kind of propeller then for through the summer to like think about a couple of long runs and build up mm-hmm. a couple of long weekends double days in advance of the 60 miler yeah and then you'll be into the 10k percy pud next december <laughs> yeah okay so a good that's quite a nice year so kind of three big races and some halves to mm-hmm. sort of work up yeah. to those yeah it's quite a lot for me i don't think i've done that many races before okay well hope you hopefully you'll crack them all and do some good times here's hoping good luck yeah what about you then so uh so boston lincolnshire marathon for me at the end of april that's my target i've been looking for a half kind of start of february i'm still weighing that up to see if i can do what i just said earlier Mm. so kind of find one that will give me something to train off because i don't think we'll be able to both do the one at at tissington Mm. plus it's like the day after i get back from kenya so i might not be in the best best Mm. shape so if i can do a half in advance of that i will if not then it'll just be the training block and then um that's my kind of main target race for this year at the moment but then i'm going to run half of the hard moors 110 with mark so for that race at the end of 
May, so it's about a month after I've done the Boston Marathon. The second half of the race, the runner can have a support runner, so it's about, you've done it yeah. for me, so it's about 55 to 60 miles-ish, yeah. isn't it? Uh, so I'm going to do that with Mark. So again, I think I'll have done the, because I've done the marathon training, I'll be in good shape, and that'll be like much slower, so it'll be kind of won't be anything like marathon pace you know mm. and it'll be the second half of the race where mark will be he'll <laughs> be knackered so mm. i'll be trying to help him through that and that's it for me so i don't have anything planned um i might do a, possibly a, a marathon later in the year but it might depend how the one goes in yeah. april if i achieve my goal that might be it for me and yeah i've Never always doing a marathon no again. <laughs> I, I kind of have been missing the ultras and doing the uh one in france got mm. kind of got me excited about doing those again so it might be a case of going back to those so 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 yeah so it'll be it'll be good so clear structured plan when i come back from kenya to the marathon and then i'll work with stazza on what are my goals after that and and either just target a few races maybe in the autumn uh marathon or shorter distances and try and improve my times and then get some get some advice around what to do in the periods in between over the summer yeah so we'll wrap up for today i think through the podcast this year we might start to do a few interviews yeah, on the show so we've got a few ideas we? while yeah, you're in Kenya. Yeah, maybe one or two other people yeah we've got a few um, people that um, and i might do a bit of a diary up. as well and bring that back and incorporate that into it and we've got a few people lined up but we kind of we don't want to just go down the route of doing interviews all the time do we because that's yeah. that kind of we'd set the show up with it trying to hopefully share our running experiences yeah. to people like us kind of the ordinary runner so if we can get some interviews that we think will help with that yeah. then we will do won't we yeah and as ever we really want to want to hear from you so you know how to contact us running partners at outlook.com it wouldn't be an episode if i didn't say that <laughs> so we're like we love your feedback and really appreciate your interactions so any topics you want to discuss or any feedback at all then get in touch happy new year happy new year again happy running everyone for the year ahead to hope you achieve your goals and we will be back next week with another episode bye bye thanks for listening to running partners we hope you enjoyed the show if you did please leave us a rating or review tell your friends and help us build the running partners community you can email us at runningpartners@outlook.com with any comments questions feedback or topics you want us to discuss on future episodes you can find us on Instagram at 26.2 and Gris Running. And we're also on Strava and all the links are in the show notes. See you soon for the next episode of Running Partners.